1380 KCIM Sports presents KCIM Sports Rewind. A look back at the week in high school sports. Brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Here's sports director Jeff Blankman, John Ryan, and Jeff Honnell. Well, as we take attendance here on this Wednesday, on this two one, is it? No, it's Tuesday morning. Sorry. It, it is, yeah. I can't even remember what morning it is. Going to be a good show, folks. <laughs> Going to be a great one. You got a half an hour to go with me. So uh, it's Wednesday morning. No, it's Tuesday morning. <laughs> Why do I keep saying Wednesday? Because you want the weekend here. Because I'm or that, or I'm an idiot. One of the two. One, yeah. two well, so. we won't. We won't go there. Yeah, we, we will not. <laughs> since the, both of us are actually present in the studio, we will not. Jeff yes. Honnold, though, is uh, is uh, in an undisclosed location in a bunker somewhere. We will not say exactly where. Coon Rapids, but. Um, <laughs> You know, he will be joining. No, he won't be joining us later on. He was going to, but then he got busy. It looked like just from that picture that he sent that he's napping on the hood. That's, That's what that, it looked like. You know, that to me, I didn't want to call him out like that, but yeah. sure. Let's go with that explanation. <laughs> Jeff Honnold is sleeping somewhere, not doing any work whatsoever. No, because he rarely does. <laughs> yeah. This is KCIM Sports Rewind. We're off to a bit of a rough start. My apologies on that one, but uh, it's brought to you by St. Anthony Sports Performance Program. Any athlete who wants to uh, get a great workout in, a great power and strength program. It's an eight-week workout program. Give them a call. 794-5241. You are going to see results and be your best preseason, in-season, or off-season. We're going to start today, of course, by uh, not rewinding, but fast-forwarding to Friday, correct? Yes. Uh, ESAC County Softball going to be hosting their annual pink-out night coming up on Friday night, and we've got head coach Steve Nutzman set to join us on the phone here. And Steve, one of those guys, he's probably out bailing, too, John. On, but he's able yeah. to be able to talk on the phone and bail at the same time. Well, we actually think that Steve is working, so that's the <laughs> Steve, big difference. Steve works all the time. I Steve don't think he sleeps. Time, yeah. so. uh, uh, how's the wind out there, Steve? Are you enjoying that this morning? No, John, I could do without it. You can turn it down about 40 miles an hour. It'd be good with me. <laughs> I think we all could. Uh, yeah, anybody out there playing ball tonight or even last night really kind of felt that win. But uh, hopefully it's going to be a good night for you coming up on Friday night. ESAC County's got their annual pink out game. And again, this game continues to be maybe the greatest pink out game, uh, Jeff. Tell me, of any of them, I mean, it's really kept the momentum going and really has been a strong tradition there. It has. And, and Steve, my first question for you is going to be, how have you guys been able to do that? Because, you know, you're you're always having classes graduate. You're always having new kids come in. But it seems like this thing has grown um, and, and gotten larger. How do you continue to get each group to take this so seriously? Well, I think I think I got to give a tribute to a lot to our kids, Jeff, because I'll give you an example. Um, we had an off, uh, or I shouldn't say an off day. We had a late night last Wednesday. We got back from GTRA probably about eleven thirty, and uh, we were to play St. Mary's on Thursday night. And uh, we got back to Wall Lake on the bus, and I was talking to the girls before I let them go. And a couple of the older girls stood up and said, "Tomorrow noon, everybody's here. We're going to be making new posters for Pink Out. We don't want to use the old ones. We don't want people to think we don't put an effort into this." And uh, Everybody showed up on Thursday noon. I got there about five after because I was out the farm and they were already working when I got there. So you can imagine 30 girls making posters and glitter all over the place. And their first thing to me was, we're hungry. So I took care of the pizza end of it and I let them take care of the art end of it. And uh, we had worked on it for about two hours. And, uh, you know, I think that's it. I just want to give the tribute to the kids because they start talking about it at the beginning of the season and they really buy into it. Yeah, pink, pink and glitter. That just uh, that just describes you, doesn't it, Steve? I mean, that's you. 
<laughs> I can do. I can do without the. You don't want to see me in glitter, John. That's not, that's not a pleasant sight. I'm already thinking it's not a pleasant sight. But uh, talk about this. I mean, you guys have always made a point of involving cancer survivors in your game pretty heavily. Talk about what you guys have in store for that this year. Well, yeah, we decided. Uh, you know, we always look for uh, somebody that's you know kind of close to the area. We look for a, a good crowd and. We decided to go with South Central Calhoun this year, being they just lost their former coach, you know, Coach Kennedy, and he and I had gotten to be really good friends over the years and had a lot of good talks, and we just thought that was a tribute to him, and and we've already contacted a lot of their uh, girls, and they're going to work on maybe having some cancer survivors from over that way, too, but, uh, you know, it's... One of my gals called me the other night. She said, I don't know what to do. She said, I've asked my one grandpa, and he wasn't sure he could do it because he wasn't feeling really well. So I asked my other grandma who's got cancer, and she said yes, and now my other grandpa wants to do it. And I said, Cam, that's not a problem at all. I said, they're both going to throw. So um, it's just amazing um, and also sad the amount of people that are affected by this. And you don't really realize it in everyday life because you don't get to see everything that these people are going through every day when they're going to their chemo treatments or what they're doing to, to battle the cancer that they have until you have something like this. And then you get to you get to meet these people, and uh, it's uh, it's just pretty cool to meet these people. Steve, when you contacted uh, Coach Martin over at South Central Calhoun and South Central Calhoun about this, what was the response right away? They were yeah, they were on board right away. Um, they they were grateful that we'd asked them to do it, and uh, I'm sure they're going to be a great big part of it. You know, you mentioned that the girls take a huge ownership over this. They wanted it to be fresh and new this year. Uh, you, when they look back, do you want this game to be one of the ones that stands out the most to them? I, you know, John, that's a good question. You, you want everyone to, to mean something to them, and I think each class that comes through does do that, you know, especially the seniors, their last one, it means a lot to them. Um, I, I try not to put more importance on one than the other because everybody's – you know, everybody's gone through this, and everybody's life's just as important as the other person. But I do think you have times that when it hits home closer, that yes, I think it probably means a little bit more certain games than others. Have you guys started working on on the field or anything yet? I know you can't chalk or any of those things, but uh, kind of getting the behind the scenes things that you can do done. That's what we're working on now. The girls are out visiting all the businesses, and the businesses are just—they're just fantastic with this. And, 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 you know, I turned this over to the girls. I, I said, you know, this this is an East Santa County softball program thing. And, um, I, I don't want people to think that I'm the only one involved with this. And and so they're out contacting the business. We give them lists. You know, they have to go out and do the legwork and, and actually go out and greet and meet these people, let them know who they're from and what we're doing it for. And, and uh, so that's what they're doing now, that each class will make a certain they, they pick a theme and then they make it, whether it be camping or some of them do cyclones, some do Hawkeye, some sort of other stuff. And that gets raffled off that night, too. All our proceeds goes to the Sac County Relay for Life, who's actually also going to be there that night. And they're going to have, like, pie for cancer survivors. In between the JV game and the varsity game, cancer survivors will walk around the softball field. We'll have luminaries outside the fence. And then um, – Speed's on board again. He's donating pulled pork sandwiches, and he's been with us since the beginning. And then we'll have other goodies in the concession stand, hot dogs, hamburgers, you know. And so uh, it, it's just going to be a fun night. Yeah, I think that was, was really the point behind Jeff's question. What, what were the concessions going to be that night? <laughs> 
<laughs> I know with a pork chops on a stick. Pork one chops year. on a stick. That uh, yeah, I, I still have those when uh, when I can find them when I go up there. <laughs> Steve, you mentioned you know different themes, Hawkeye cyclones, you know camping, those things. What is the theme for this season? Well, they haven't told me yet. I said the other day, what's the theme for each class? And they said, you'll be surprised. So I'm just going to let them run with it. So I probably won't know till Friday when we start setting up. You just made every coach in the world cringe when you said, I'm just going to let the kids run with it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I tell you what, I, I got to say this about this group. Um, you know, we're, we're struggling on the diamond right now. We've had our nights where sometimes it makes you wonder if we've ever put a glove on before. And then other nights we play really well. But I will say this about these kids. They've got the right frame of mind. Um, it's one of the closest nib bunches I've ever had. And uh, I, I look forward to doing really good things with this. You know, and this, honestly, you said it was uh, South Central Calhoun because of the tie-in. They had a coach that had passed away uh, due to cancer and things. But it's just a natural rivalry, too. And so you know you're going to have a great turnout fan-wise. Yeah, and that's just the other thing, too. You know, you want to you wanna have that atmosphere not only for the kids, but for the people involved to know that, look at all the support there is here, and look at how many people affected by this. And I hope some of the survivors will come away with this going, wow, I'm not in this alone. Look at all these people that are in this with me. So give us what time. What time is the game going to start? What time do you want people to show up? And uh, when time, what time does the food start for Jeff? <laughs> Jeff can come up and have food anytime he wants. We'll have food for you. <laughs> what time does the game start then, Steve? We're going to go 5.30 JV, John, and followed by the varsity around 7 and a little after. But we'll probably be more like 7.15 before that first pitch on varsity because I'm guessing right now we may have 15 to 20 cancer survivors throwing out first pitches. And I never want to rush that. I want to take the time with that and make sure it goes right. And um, so while we're getting the field ready after JV, the cancer survivors will do a walk around the softball field. And Secondary Relay for Life has a uh, kind of a dedication to them they talk about. And we get done with that, uh, and I get my pink all over my arms and everything from stirring up pink chalk gets the field done. Then we will do our uh, first pitches, and then we'll have the varsity game. And during the varsity game, we'll raffle off the kids' theme buckets or whatever they did and everything else the businesses have donated. And, and like I said before, everything for the proceeds for the night goes to the Sac County Relay for Life. Steve, if anybody's listening and, and wants to take part as far as, you know, maybe a business up there and stuff, how do they contact uh, you or the girls, probably more importantly, to, to be involved? They can get a hold of me at uh, 712-830-9818. Anytime, text, call me. I'll be glad to talk to them. And uh, we just appreciate all the support. I appreciate you guys giving me this opportunity to throw this plug in. You know, I don't want people to think that we just do the same thing all the time. And it's just, uh, you know, something that just naturally falls into place. And we don't really put any effort into it every year. It just happened. No, we take each year special. And, and that's why I really appreciate you guys letting me do this. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. Once again, one of the great pink out uh, events of the year, whether it wasn't, no matter what sport you're talking about, is the ESAC County softball things. Now, take my advice, Steve. If things get a little emotional, just tell them you got some glitter in your eye. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, after all the dirt in my eye yesterday, I think I could get away with that pretty easy, John. <laughs> all right. Well, Steve, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Good luck with the event. It's coming up on Friday. We want to remind everybody. And again, this, I know the community is going to come out and support because you guys do a fantastic job. And good luck with it, Steve. Hey, guys, thank you, and thanks for having me on. All right, wait, I think we got Blankman one more yeah, time. Yeah, and, I, and I, think, uh, I think Jeff Story Hunt planning on coming up to take photos for us that night. I had already put my schedule together, and, and Tyler and I are going to be out broadcasting other games. So apologize that neither one of us will be up there, Steve, but I think Jeff Story Hunt is planning on being up there. That's awesome. I appreciate that, Jeff. 
All right. Once again, Steve Newtsman joining us here this morning on KCIM Sports Rewind. Uh, yeah, East Sac County doing their pink out night tonight. Things are getting serious because we were just talking to my office the other day, Jeff, about softball playoffs. We're going to know the yes. pairings pretty soon. They're going to get it underway right before the 4th of July, you think? Yeah, right around the 4th of July. July 2nd, I think, is uh, off the top of my head is when I'm thinking everything is going to be started. So it's just it's hard to believe. You know, you, you hear I was talking to a coach the other day, and they're like, yeah, we're a, we're a third of the way through the season. And I'm like, yeah, that third went quick, and, and we're going to be all the way through the season. We're really only about two, three weeks away from – you know, the postseason starting. So it's crazy as you look back now and you think at how early the season started. Is it worth it? Did, did, did it make sense doing it that way for you? I, I you know, I, I, I'm always going to have mixed emotions because I, I, I'm never going to enjoy how crowded I, I think that, you know, the week of state track is with having high school baseball and softball. I know coaches, uh, especially summer coaches, not real thrilled with, you know, so many kids involved in so many. Not that they're not happy that they're in other sports, but that there's so much pulling on. They've got so many different mm-hmm. things going on and stuff. At what you point know, do they compete and go, it's just too much for me, and i gotta, I got to pick or choose one or the other? Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, I, but I think um, I've talked to a few kids already because I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to schedule our all-star festivities, you know, for the summer sports. And, and uh, you know, I've heard kids say, well, we're all planning on scheduling them during that dead week uh, and stuff. And I think that's the reason why they created this dead week was to be able to allow families to have a week where, you know, you can't do anything football, you can't do anything volleyball, the seasons are over, you know, families yeah. are supposed to have family time. Yeah, you certainly understand the reasoning behind yes. it for sure. But yes. uh, once again, I don't know. I don't know if it's the best solution or not. So, so who knows about that? I think it could be tweaked. Um, but, you know, that's just me. I, I'm not sitting in Des Moines or in, or in Boone and, and having 300 and some schools that I have to worry about and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. They ain't paying us to sit around and think, that's for sure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's a good thing probably too. <laughs> Very true. Because <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> true. More, more KCIM Sports Rewind still on the way. Hang on. As the athletes at your house prepare for hard work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed healthcare professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services at 794-5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab. It is KCIM Sports Rewind, and once again, great folks at Carol Lumber. They're going to help you out with any kind of do-it-yourself project you've got. Make sure you keep them in mind, whether it's uh, maybe putting up a new deck, refurbishing the old one, a little paint on the house, or maybe installing some new cabinets, old windows being replaced, laying some tile. I mean, anything from... The roof down to the basement. You guessed it, Carol Lumber can give you a helping hand and give you the expert advice you need. Again, they've got a combined inventory of four locations, so they got what you need. Carol Lumber with locations in Wall Lake, Lakeview, Odebolt, and of course, right here in Carroll. Let's talk about some news and notes going around. First of all, we'll start, I guess, uh, Merchants last night. Not a great doubleheader for them last night. First time against St. Joe's, and they wound up on the wrong end. 
of, uh, of some pretty lopsided scores. Yeah, um, surprising uh, with yeah, the way they've been that playing. That has not happened all year. No, uh, and talked a little bit to Jeff Hondel this morning, um, you know, before he got busy, and, and uh, you know, it's he thinks some tired arms, you know, maybe uh, they've had a couple of injuries, missing some guys. They've had to kind of rely on the bullpen quite a bit, though it sounds early here in the season, and maybe just some tired arms mm-hmm. uh, kind of impacting. I think they did get a couple of pretty good starts last night on the Hill. Um, hitting the ball still uh, fairly well. I know they only scored three runs, you know, last night, but uh, in the games, but um, three home runs, um, you know, total between the two games last night. So uh, still able to put the ball in play, getting a chance to hit for some power last night, which is good. But uh, you know, it's just surprising um, with the start that they've been off to see him drop two last night. Yeah, and of course, uh, they've even got more struggles with their pitching coming up because I mean, they're they're gonna, they're they are cramming games in as much as they can. They've got to get them in. Uh, towards about the middle of July, and right. then they're on to playoffs. Yeah, so the, you know they played two last night, uh, played two on uh, Sunday, and then uh, they head to Chillicothe tonight. So there's no nights off and and stuff. But you know, I guess uh, when you're playing in this you know type of a league, this is mm-hmm. this is the way the schedule is going to be. And these college kids probably are used to playing you know uh, a few games, maybe not this many in a week or whatever. Because uh, I think with the college, they spread it out just a little bit more. Yeah, but, it's not uh, as con- Condensed into the shortened season that they have here, but, yep. but think about that start. They had the seven and two start before last night. Yep. New team, new league. I mean, they were just kind of feeling out process. What a fantastic start they're off to! Yeah, yeah, and 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 they've been excelling, and and it seems like in every aspect of the game that that's probably been the biggest thing that I've noticed. Uh, you know, and stuff. Haven't seen them for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, with my schedule, uh, haven't had a chance to get to any other games. But uh, um, you know, it just seems like just looking at this stats and and trying to write up you know stories every night for the games Mm -hmm. it just seems like they're excelling in every single aspect of the game yeah st joseph was one of the last teams i think they had to see uh, this season so boy i tell you what they got a good up close look at st joe's last night but uh, i tell you what off to a fantastic start can't wait to see what happens uh keep it here for more merchants baseball on uh, our carol broadcasting stations on facebook and all that let's talk a little all-star soccer yeah, um, congrats to a couple of uh, our area soccer players uh, getting a chance to play in the uh, senior all-star games, uh, the East-West all-star soccer game. Uh, on the boys' side of things, it was held on Saturday down at uh, Valley Stadium. Uh, the West picked up a 4 to nothing victory. Clayton Whittle, uh, who had an outstanding year uh, for the Carroll Tigers, uh, got an opportunity to play in that, so uh, quite an honor for him and well-deserved. Uh, he's, a, he's a terrific player and, and, and did a great job in the game. And then I know on Sunday, Sunday, uh, Coach uh, Rusty Wintermoat uh, reached out to me that uh, Kenya Prescott from the Kemper girls soccer team got an opportunity uh, on Sunday to play, uh, and her team picked up a 4-2 to two win on Sunday as well, and I know Kenya did a great job as she had a terrific season as well. Mm-hmm. So congrats to both of those two um, you know, young people able to get a chance uh, as seniors to, to go get one more soccer game uh, in and, and get a chance to play uh, with all the best players around the state of Iowa. Yeah, what an honor that is to go play yep. at an all-star event like that. So congratulations to those kids. Uh, Let's move on talk a little baseball. Do we have any of the news and notes? Uh, yeah, just uh, the other thing I wanted to mention for news and notes, it does it, it, it does you know have something to do with our area of baseball and softball. We've had some games moving ahead already. Um, the uh, Carroll Varsity Baseball and Softball games tonight with Storm Lake are both going varsity first. Um, Audubon Baseball uh, tonight as well as uh, going varsity first, and that's against a trainer. Now, Audubon Softball was scheduled 
scheduled to play Trainer tonight. They were going to host them. They had to move that game to Wednesday because the, they did not have officials. Um, so, uh, and, and I guess the officials had double booked themselves. Mm. So they, they ended up having to move that game to Wednesday night. So it wasn't that we don't have enough officials. That's been a problem. We've had some games around the state. Luckily, not here in our area, but we've had some games around the state had to be moved or missed because of a lack of officiating. Yeah, that's that's honestly surprising, and it's it's like I said. I mean, it's hard to keep them straight. Those officials are busy every single night. They are, and 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 you know, I occasionally do see it. Uh, you know, in talking with umpires and stuff in the summer, you know, they try to do their very best to not double book. But sometimes, you know, what generally it seems like happens is is they write one down on the wrong date, uh, yep. and, and then they accept you know one for the other date, and all of a sudden it's it's both are on the same day, and and it's kind of hard to be in two places at I'm, once. I'm sure they're getting calls constantly i mean the, the, every every ad has their cell phone number and they're just like hey we need officials we need officials yeah you you take a message and go yeah yeah we can do that and you forget about it maybe sometime who knows yeah it i talked be. with Corey meyer here um the coon rabbits bear basketball coach on the boys side of things uh, just a couple of weeks ago he was up uh, umpiring up at uh, south central calhoun on that friday night uh, when they hosted uh, alta Aurelia and you know, it was one of those things where, or excuse me, Sioux Central. Um, it was one of those things. I talked to him, and he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "I he goes, I go out every day and do, you know, JV and JVR games during the middle of the day, and then I'm out every night umpiring." And he goes, "You're getting calls almost every day mm-hmm. of people going, hey, 'Hey, we've got a game. I need umps tonight. Can you do it?' Or but you know, and and stuff. And he he picks up as many games as he possibly can and adds as many. But when you're already booked for a night, it's kind of hard to do that. So, um, luckily, we have guys like him. Uh, and, and so many of the other umpires, you know, Rod Berg and uh, Justin Yetmar and, totally and all of the, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. you know, and stuff that go out and, and umpire as often as they can. Let's talk baseball a little bit. We talked softball coming up with their playoffs pretty soon, but let's talk about uh, what's going on in the world of baseball these days and, and local scene. I know Carol Rx Kemper and uh, Coon Rapids Baird probably leading the way. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say. Um, and then Audubon probably kind of in that mix. Um, and the big reason, pitching. Yeah. Um, uh, Coon Rapids Baird, depth-wise in pitching, they came up to the Carroll Tournament on Saturday, um, kind of got an unlucky matchup in their first game. They took on a very good Southeast Polk team a 4A school and mm-hmm. and uh, you know Southeast Polk had just played against Johnston one of the premier programs in the state the night before and kind of hung with them and and uh, they they hit the ball well and, and scored a bunch in the first inning and went on to knock off the Crusaders but they bounced back and beat Carroll in the third place game um, they're sitting 12 and 2 right now jumped into the rankings uh, by the Iowa High School Baseball Coaches Association for the first time this year at number 10 um, they're really good undefeated right now in the conference blew out Xyrocorn Kimball on the road last night at 10, if I remember right. It was in the third inning um, to kind of put that game away. It was either in the third or the fourth that they scored 10 runs, but uh, they hit really well. Uh, Gabe Oberts had a few home runs this year. Lance Clayberg's added some home runs. Jacob Estrada hit a shot, an absolute shot against Southeast Polk over the fence uh, at Merchants Park on, on Saturday. So, um, and, and you mentioned pitching. Uh, when you got Coach Waddle and Coach Hayden down there, mm-hmm. they're always going to have depth pitching-wise. Uh, they, they understood 
long before the pitch count came in that the more people you have capable of going out and throwing and throwing strikes, the better your program's going to be. And that's, I think, part of the reason, just part yeah. of the reason why that program is successful every single year. Yeah, that's that that's that program they have built up. They help teach the mechanics early. Yes. They, they really train good pitchers, and, and these kids focus on it. And I think John Waddle would disagree with you. That wasn't unfortunate. I'm sure he loved <laughs> taking on uh, that team in the opening round of the Carroll Tournament. Yeah, I, I think it's a good learning experience oh, for yeah. them. Um, they don't back know, down from anybody. They so don't. Rapids Bear uh, does. No, they don't. Uh, Ankeny Centennial is on their schedule coming up later on this year as well. Um, so, yeah, they, they absolutely are not, certainly not afraid to go out and play anybody. And then you mentioned Kemper. Um, you know, may, maybe not the record right now, um, you know, that they that they were wanting. They split last night down at Creston, won the first game 12-2, to and then the second game ended up getting beat 6-5. Uh, to five. So maybe the record not exactly where they want it to be just a few games over 500 under 500 right now mm-hmm. in the Hawkeye 10 but I think we're just kind of finding out the depth of the Hawkeye 10 I, th- this team still is getting very good pitching and even from some young guys uh, Mason Neural went out last night and, and pitched well for them uh, in, in the game that they won so um, you know this this is a team that I still say um, I know Randy really likes this team um, I, I think with the competition they're seeing day in and day out that they're they're going to have themselves ready ready to go and when the postseason rolls around here in a few weeks this is not going to be a team that uh, anybody really wants to face now you mentioned Audubon in there is that one of the teams that's kind of trending in the right direction right now is there anybody going that way they're kind of up and down a little bit to be honest mm-hmm. with you and I think coach Wilder would probably agree with that him and I chat through text message you know most nights after their games and and uh, you know they'll go out and they'll play really well one night and then maybe the next night they don't play quite so well and last night they played really well and picked up a nice win they're now a game over 500 um, so they've kind of started to get things rolling a little bit kind of the hard luck team this year and I think I talked about them a little bit last week now they went they lost and, and kind of got handled by an extremely good cam and eat a ball club um, last night uh, and that's the Arweva Rockets uh, they've gotten great pitching most of this year from Cooper Cook especially and Will Regaler uh, Connor Kirsch when you have three guys that can go out and throw like that uh, you're going to have an opportunity to be in a lot of games um, you know going into this week um, they they had seven losses on the year. Five of those were by one run, uh, you know, and stuff. So they've been right there um, and stuff. Luckily for them, they were able to pick up a couple of wins last week and kind of got themselves going just a little bit. Um, you can just kind of bounce through a little bit. Uh, Carroll struggling. Uh, the biggest thing for Carroll, and I saw it Saturday, um, kind of got a chance to sit through their game at, at against Sadell and stuff at the first game and went out and played really well. But it, it just seems to be an entire talking with Coach Young, you know, after their games every night as well through text. And, and it's one of those things where they're, they're even like last night, they're playing winter set down 3-1 going into the bottom of the sixth inning, playing right with one of the better teams in the conference. And then all of a sudden they give up a six-run inning and they get beat 9-1. to And the game doesn't look close, but it was close. It seems to be mm-hmm. one inning every single game uh, that catches the Tigers and and they end up getting beat, um, you know, uh, probably worse than what the game actually was. Um, So they've had some games that didn't look close if all you do is look at the final score. But if you kind of look more in depth, they're playing with a lot of really good teams. And it seems like this is the surprising part. They've got just the one win on the season. They're facing everybody's ace in the conference. And that's, you know, kind of makes you wonder. When when things are going like that, you always seem to be facing an yes. uphill battle with a pitching matchup. And, and again, you, you run into those innings where you're in the ball game, one thing kind of goes wrong, and it just multiplies it on you before slice. you know it. 
Yeah, absolutely, and that's been the that's been the case with them. Things once it starts to roll, that landslide they, they've given up quite a few six, seven, eight run, nine run innings, and and those have been the things that have really kind of cost them. So if they can figure out, you know, how to stop that, um, you know, before it gets started, you know, yeah. and stuff that that'll be the biggest thing. Uh, tough year so far for ESAC. Uh, they've just been kind of struggling. Uh, Glidden Ralston's had some games where they've played really well, but they've kind of been struggling here over the last week or. So. So uh, I think a young club, I know Joey Walker in his first year over there, I think he's doing a really nice job. I get a chance to see them on Friday night when they host Arweva, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I haven't had a chance to meet Coach Walker yet. We've chatted back and forth through text message, you know, on some of the game nights, uh, but it'll be fun to get a chance to go over and, and catch up with him and, and uh, get an opportunity to talk to him. But it, I, I think he likes this club. He likes some of the youth on this club and, and the direction that the program uh, is going. Uh, I came in and got hot for a while got a above 500 uh, their schedule really tough um, coach Nielsen's done a really good job they've gotten some really good pitching uh, they're kind of almost like what I mentioned with Carroll it seems like if they lose a game it's been one inning uh, or they just don't hit the ball well mm-hmm. uh, and stuff that's been kind of their downfall and South Central Calhoun's in just a couple of games under 500 as well uh, brand new coaching staff up there I uh, got a chance to see them here a couple of Fridays ago really love uh, the way this coaching staff goes out and coaches they coach these kids with energy and the players go out and play with a lot of energy all right so baseball is coming down to when when does the playoffs begin after the fourth it'll of be july. right after the fourth of july yep and so they've only got just a little bit more time than the softball team yes. do to get ready for the playoffs yeah so it's going to be here quick and then of course you know you get about two weeks worth of, of, of playoffs and and then you're in the state and as i mentioned to you yesterday state softball and state baseball the exact same week for the first time so we'll see how that plays out that seems insane that, that, that those two events would happen at the same time. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you, you could potentially wind up with two schools, two teams, and state tournaments. Where, where, where do you go? But uh, that's we'll wait and see what happens with any of that. Hopefully but, we run into that problem. Yeah. That, that'd be a good problem to have and all yeah. of that. But give us the timeline once again. When do you expect a pairings out for softball? When do you expect them out for baseball? With, any idea? No, not exact. Um, but, my, um, you know, with the playoffs starting July the 2nd, I, I would imagine they have to be out sometime next week um, or the early part of that uh, uh, you know, following week, but I'm I'm guessing it's got to be out sometime, probably, you know, anywhere from the 22nd to the 24th of June uh, to be able to give teams the opportunity to, you know, get things ready to go mm-hmm. for the postseason. Because line like up I the said, volunteers, yeah. to, to man the games and yep. things like that. Yeah. So. so, um, so yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, sometime between the 22nd and the 24th. And by the way, if you ever catch up on sports, just go to the sports website. I, that's what I look every morning to find yep. out, you know, what's kind of going on with everything. Super easy to do. You guys have a broken down game recap, stats, everything. Tell us where we can find all that. You bet. Uh, just go to sports.1380kcim.com. And again, all of the recaps are on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report. That's on the Features drop-down menu. You can also find the schedules on the Features drop-down menu. I'll update that here in just a few minutes with all of the changes from today with some places is going varsity first and stuff. Um, so I try to keep that up to date throughout the day. But, uh, yeah, you can find our video interviews, our video games, recaps, uh, everything. It's broken down by sport. It's broken down by school. Um, so anything and everything you need for local high school sports here in our area, just go to sports.1380kcim.com. Guess what, folks? That is KCIM Sports Rewind for this week, brought to you by St. Anthony Sports Rehab.